It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On this episode of Locked On Lightning, the Lightning dropped their first two of the year, and I mean the second half of the season. Guess what? It is time for a little group therapy session here on Locked On Lightning. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I want to thank you all for making us your first listen. And just to remind you that this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So people are freaking out a little bit already. I've And don't tell me that you're not. And don't tell me that you are a little worried or not a little worried or a little any other adjective that you want to describe yourself that would describe one who has seen how the lightning have played over the last couple of games while their first two of the second half of the season and i've seen it and it may not be you the listener maybe your friend maybe a a family member who is also a lightning fan but I've seen it on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube, in the comments. You, you're you worried. And if you look at the last two results, the Lightning, yes, it hasn't been stellar. 7-1 loss on the road to Florida. 4-3 overtime loss to San Jose last night at home. And then you got two of the best teams in the West Coast coming up at you. Tomorrow night, you got the Colorado Avalanche, which we will be previewing that game later on this episode. And then we got Dallas on Saturday, 1 o'clock, in Dallas, which love that. Love the upcoming road trip for us. Because as as kind of much of a struggle it can be at times for the Lightning, uh, you know, some people might say, oh, their away record is, is not that good. They're 12 and 12 on the road this year as opposed to being at home 24 and 2. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I would prefer it to be a little better. Absolutely. I'd prefer that record to be a little better. But nobody should be worried. Everybody needs to stay calm. Because this team is going to make the playoffs. I mean, I mean, barring some catastrophic uptick in performance, and when I say you, you're looking at Buffalo, because that's really the only team that I look at as a serious team coming out of the Atlantic Division behind Tampa Bay as the team that could possibly catch them. And Buffalo is, they're, they're an in-between team. I mean, they're lucky if they even get close to sniffing the wild card. I mean, and and that's a whole situation within itself, which we're not going to get into on the show. But when I ask you, the listener, because I'll make my point very clear, I am not worried at all. If you've been watching this Tampa Bay Lightning team uh, for a very long time now, you know, we've seen them have their ups and downs. We've seen them 
play on certain nights where they look like they could win the Stanley Cup, and then they look at they look like on other nights, like like the night against Florida, a team that is not particularly good, a team that is not going to make the playoffs this year, a team that is on paper not really overly impressive, and they run a seven spot on you. Yeah, one could get worried about that, but you also have to take into consideration the kind of game you're playing. This isn't no regular game. This is against your division rival. You're in state rival. One of the fiercest rivalries that the Lightning have, if not the most. You know, one might make the one might make the the might one say that, you know, Boston might be a little bit higher up there because they're a little better. I'll agree with that. But regardless of how you feel or or how you what you think the lightning have done wrong or didn't do enough of or didn't do any at all i mean scoring was obviously one of them and playing defense was the other i still think that you cannot seriously look at this team and say we're fine and they are this tampa bay lightning team is fine okay through the 50 games, we are now through 50 games, so we got 32 games left in the season, okay? This team has a goal differential of plus 27. Took a little bit of a knock the other last two days, obviously, because of Florida. They're currently at 32-16-2 with 66 points. Now, it's not enough to catch Toronto. I mean, it's not enough to catch Boston, but... We're only four points back of Toronto, who is having a fantastic season. And the Lightning have proven multiple times, especially in the last couple of months this season, how good of a hockey team they are. And they've won 12 in a row. They've they had an incredible, incredible month of December, I believe. If I'm maybe I'm off 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 the off the mark a little bit here, but 13 wins. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you're looking at, especially the month of December that the Lightning had, yeah, February, they had just as good of a month. Don't don't come at me and look at those last couple of months. I mean, I mean, not February, January. Look at the month of January. Look what they did. And really what it comes down to it is that they beat the teams that they should have beaten and they lost to the teams that we kind of expected them to. And the only teams that they really lost to, well, not that they really lost to, but the only teams that they lost to was Minnesota and Calgary and Edmonton. And those are fine. Those are tough, tough, hard, hard fought games. So if you're going to come back out of the All-Star break, and, and we all know the Tampa Bay Lightning are a notoriously slow starter, uh, and, and and if you thought them to not only come out of the, the woodworks and, and win both these games but, and, and blow these teams out of the water, I'm sorry, but you were wrong. You were wrong. Tampa Bay Lightning are not good beginners. They're good finishers. So don't be worried about the beginning of the second half of the season. Be worried about how it ends. So we'll follow the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, in the in the coming games because, like I said, like I hinted to uh, 
earlier. They have very good schedule ahead of them. Two teams who I can't wait to get on the ice. And, and maybe some people might think, well, you know, they just lost two tough games. They got blown out in the first one coming out of the gates. And then losing to a team that's not is going to be in the lottery. And then you got the defending champions. And then the Dallas Stars. You got the defending champions twice, home and away. And then you got the Dallas Scars, Stars. And then you got Vegas. Next Saturday, aren't you worried? No, I'm not worried. Because let's face it, Florida is a middle of the pack team at best. San Jose is bottom of the barrel. At the end of the day, the Tampa Bay Lightning don't play well against bad teams. That's just how it is. I I, I can't explain it. Maybe we could get somebody, uh, uh, maybe a former player or 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 someone who who has played the game at a high level, maybe a coach to discuss it. Because I, w- I would love to have that conversation. I really would. Because, and I will definitely, I promise you all, I will have this stat by the end of the week. Uh, I do want to see what the Tampa Bay Lightning's record versus playoff teams this year versus non-playoff teams this season is. And I guarantee you that the I will guarantee you that the record against playoff teams is a lot better. A lot better. So we'll keep an eye on that. And we'll we'll talk about the Colorado Avalanche in just a little bit because I definitely want to get to them uh, in just a bit. But first, I want to talk about our first sponsor. Now, we're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, and that is FanDuel. Now, if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so much great features that make betting on sports fun and easy to use. Now, download FanDuel now so you can bet on the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 57 It's right around the corner. I know the Buccaneers aren't playing. My New York Giants aren't in it, but guess what? You could still bet. Let's bet together against the Philadelphia Eagles because at the end of the day, you know, you the listener, me the host, can't always agree on everything, but we could agree on how much our mutual hatred of the Philadelphia Eagles is. I think we could agree on that. So let's agree on that and bet heavy on the Kansas City Chiefs. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here, and let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. With FanDuel, the FanDuel app, especially because I love the FanDuel app. I will be betting on the app all throughout the game because it is fast, it's easy to use, and you get paid with your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at fanduel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports book of the NFL. So moving on here. Now, if you haven't already, please go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We also available on YouTube. 
now that we've gotten our little group therapy session out of the way, because listen, I, I get it. The the first two games of this second part of the season are a little concerning, 100%. I, I, I think and on a scale of 1 to 10, I think that a level of concern, a reasonable level of concern, should be a three and a half. Three and a half. I mean, this lighting team has been playing some of the best hockey I've seen them play all season long. Uh, there's even the last couple of years. I mean, the one thing we could agree on is obviously that the Lightning are a great playoff team. You know, depending on when you came into when you became a Lightning fan, we could say a couple of years ago before the bubble. We could we could say even earlier, the season prior, early exit to the Blue Jackets afterwards, winning the President's Trophy. But I think at least for me, at least since the inception of this show, which, by the way, the three-year anniversary is coming up in just a couple of weeks, so can't wait for that. Looking at the last four seasons that we have done in the last three years, I have to say this is the best play that we've seen out of this Lightning team. And... You know, they go through their ups and downs. I mean, that's just as what's going to happen. But if you look at the numbers, especially over the last five games, I mean, these guys are playing some of the best hockey. I mean, Connor McDavid aside, Nikita Kucherov is if, – if Connor McDavid just took this year off, Nikita Kucherov wins the Hart Trophy, in my opinion. And I think Braden Point maybe – Gets an honorable mention. I mean, maybe gets one or two votes for third place. Um, but Braden Point, four goals in his last five. Kucherov, nine points in his last five. Kuch with seven assists, which is still insane to me how he's like one of the best scorers in the NHL and still just it, – it, it's, it's funny how he – would prefer to just pass more and set up his teammates, which is great. I mean, that's a sign of a great teammate, but I mean, I mean, we've spoken about it before in this show. How crazy would it be if he actually shot the puck five times a game on average, but that's a whole nother conversation that we could have maybe in the off season, especially, but let's, let's look at tomorrow's game, uh, a game that I, like I said, I am very excited for. Probably going to see Vasilevsky. Uh, definitely want to get that one back after the performance that we saw on Monday. I think that Cooper, I mean, there's no reason why he shouldn't get thrown out there. I mean, if he played yesterday, that's a little different. But this is a game because, you know, the there's been so much talk about the Colorado Avalanche being the defending champions, having all this talent, having all this these talent, all this talent and these players that generational. I've heard even dynasty potentially thrown out there, dynasty potential thrown out there, and they're they've been having a little bit of a tough go of it this year because you know they've dealt with a slew of injuries. Uh, at one point, I be, not only did they have they, – they pretty much had the entire team almost out. I think the only guy that stayed healthy at one point was Callum McCarr out of their superstar group. 
I think that Gabriel Landeskog and Nathan McKinnon were both at at one point. Uh, as the as the Colorado Avalanche sit right now, they are fourth in the Western Division. I believe they are holding on to a wild card spot uh, as we speak. Uh, they are. They are four points behind Edmonton, uh, pushing Calgary out. Uh, they do have two games uh, two games in hand. They are tied with Calgary, but Colorado also has two games in hand there and they're just ahead of them because of points percentage and that goes that goes with two points and uh two games in hand so we're starting to see you know at one point this team was completely out of it but we're starting to see a little bit of resurgence out of this team uh over their last 10 games they're seven two and one the lightning are six three and one you know you throw in a win last night against that identical records so these teams are pretty much identical. We look at the teams that they lost to uh, just to get a gauge on them. Cause I don't really look at, I, I look at the players, but I, I really like, you know, especially when a team in their last 10, you know, not only does that give you a good sense of what kind of team, how well they're playing, it gives you us who they played and who they especially lost to and who they won, who they beat. Uh, that definitely puts into perspective you know, is this team just beating all the lower level teams and they struggling against the bigger teams? Kind of gives you the sense that that's a more of a mid-level team or are they beating the, the higher teams and, and and beating the teams that they're supposed to be beating in order to 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 get to, or, or maybe at least what we view the Colorado Avalanche uh, in terms of what they're, where they should be. Now, like I said, we'll give them a little bit of a, a cushion just because they got off to a slow start with all the injuries that they had. Uh, but it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be interesting. Now, looking at the last 10, uh, lost the other night to Pittsburgh in overtime, lost to Anaheim, um, and you have and a loss to Chicago at the start of the 10 games. Uh, you beat Ottawa, Detroit, Calgary, Vancouver, Seattle, Washington, St. Louis. So not bad. I mean, you're that loss to Anaheim kind of hurts you a little bit in terms of, I guess, you know, just getting things together, especially after coming off a win against Washington, who is no slouch wildcard team right there. And then you go into a big game against St. Louis, who you beat. I mean, that would have been a nice little three game win streak to grab yourself into going into there or four game. Exactly. Excuse me. Um, well, actually they won multiple games. Crap. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is, all right, so we're going to say that the Colorado Avalanche is a good team. I think we'd agree now. But what I'm trying to get to is the fact that it's going to be an interesting game. I don't think that we're going to see this as a stereotypically played hockey game. I think that there are going to be there's going to be some animosity between the two teams because of what happened at Stanley Cup final. Um, you know, nobody likes to play against the team that beat them in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, Tampa Bay, I'm sure, is coming into this one feeling a type of way because, you know, you were the team that stopped us from a three-peat. And now we must go out there and dominate every facet of the game to prove to you that that was a fluke. We were broken down. We were tired from winning two in a row, going into a third straight. And, you know, I've said it before, but I'll say it again. I think that this might be Vasilevsky's night to get a shutout. I think that why not? I mean, 
listen, it, it, there's got to be a moment this year. And yeah, he's had his moments where he has completely shut down the other team, where he has won games for the Tampa Bay Lightning. My only issue, and, and like I've stated before, and I'll say this over and over and over again, if you look at his numbers compared to his Vezina Trophy year, he has played spectacular. I mean, maybe a point or two off on the save percentage, a couple of points off um, on the goals against average. But at the end of the day, I mean, other than the shutouts, he's having almost identical years. So what's missing, really, nothing's missing. The only the, the thing that's missing is the fact that Linus Olmark is just having an un- otherworldly year. But the point to make here about Andre Vasilevsky and tomorrow night against Colorado Avalanche is the fact that if there was ever a time to get your act together to, to, to kind of get to that next level, because I said it on the Monday edition of Locked on NHL as, as a guest uh, when I was talking about the Lightning, from now until the last regular season, until game 82. You're getting ready for the playoffs. That's it. That's every single game is a playoff game or is a, I guess, a a, a warm-up to a playoff game. And what better to get the ball rolling than tomorrow night against the Colorado Avalanche? Vasilevsky gets his first shutout of the season. The boys keep rolling on on the forward lines. Cooch, Point, and Stamkos keep rolling. Would like to see a little bit more offensive involvement from the defensive core. Maybe a Mikhail Sergachev, Ian Cole, Gold Knight. That would have been nice. Assisted, of course, by Nikita Kucherov. Uh, Ross Colton got his goal the other night. Would like to see him go on a tear. Every single game, and this is why I'm going back to my point. All of you who are worried about this Lightning team, just remember, every single game from now till game 82 is a makeup, is a warm-up to a playoff game. And that's the only way it should be viewed. Win or loss, hopefully more wins than losses, all it is is a warm-up. Because once we get into round one against Toronto, because it's going to happen. There's no other way this could happen barring some catastrophic meltdown from Tampa Bay or Toronto where they fall out of the divisional race and they end up in the wild card. Oh, you'll you'll want to tune into that episode if it's Toronto. I mean, Tampa. But all this is is to get ready for Toronto. And what better way to take out some frustration after a couple of nights of not winning to start off the way you wanted to against a team that stole a third championship away from you. And what better way to get that win than a dominant performance from your goaltender. So we'll see. Hopefully Vasilevsky could shut the door from the opening puck drop. I mean, he's got to get off to a great start. I mean, you got so many weapons on Colorado. I mean, we're all familiar with who they have from last year. Pretty much almost the same team, minus a couple of guys here and there. But, yeah, tough tough Avalanche team coming into your building. And then he got them next week on the road. Uh, you definitely want to win this one. Sets yourself up for a good spot to win on the road because we all know 12-12, and 12, not bad on the road, but can be better. So tune in for 
for tomorrow's game, and we'll be back to talk about that as well. So before we wrap things up, I want to talk about our last sponsor of the day, and that is Athletic Greens. Now, I love Athletic Greens. I was recently sick, and I almost feel like I got better. I was really sick. I had a bad cold. I had a bad virus. I don't know what it was. All I know is every day I kept up with my Athletic Greens, the less and less sick I felt. And not only because I felt good because I was taking all my vitamins at once instead of all these little pills one at a time, I was feeling better because it cost me less than $3 a day to invest in my health. And I was able to eat better. My stomach was able to feel better because I was investing in my gut health. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of water, cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. With your first purchase, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So wrapping things up on the show, once again, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. If you haven't already done so, please go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow on our YouTube page. And yeah, tough game to, to kind of have as a bounce back game against the defending champions. I don't care what you feel, how they're doing at any point in the season. These are the defending champions, unless they've had a complete rebuild, which... They obviously haven't. Um, you have to take them seriously. You have to go out and and make a conscious effort to start on a good foot. Like like we all know, this team is not good starters. Uh, Basileski can start slow. There are times where he could go out there and it looks like he participated in the hockey version of Space Jam and lost his talent. It happens. It happens. But I have a ton of faith in him. I have a ton of faith on this team. Like I said, every game is just a warm-up towards Toronto, Tampa in the first round of the playoffs. And that's the only way it should look at. Yeah, is losing, is giving up a million goals in your first two games off the All-Star break a good start? Absolutely, by no means not. But I think, like I said, when you look at these two teams that Tampa Bay played in the first two games – these teams aren't going to sniff the playoffs. Those aren't the teams that I don't, those aren't the games. And and maybe I'm a little gone, a little crazy with this. To me, those aren't must win games, Colorado, Dallas, Vegas, Buffalo, Detroit, Pittsburgh. Those are must win games. Now, if you want to count Florida into that, sure. That's fine. Rival game, in-state rival game. That's fine. We could, we could talk about it. Uh, I will concede and, and allow it to be a, a must-win game. But those are those aren't the teams that you're gonna look at or 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 play against in in May. You know, the, the, those aren't the teams that 
could knock you out, especially in the Eastern Conference. Come May. It's it's the teams that you will be facing, especially in this week of February and March, as we get closer to playoff time in May. Those are the teams that you got to worry about. Those where you get your little little bit of a heat check, your little bit of a chin check there. So we'll throw Florida in there just because for, for nostalgia. Because if you thought the schedule for for February is tough, I hate to break it to you. February doesn't look, uh, March doesn't look any better. Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Carolina, Philly, eh. Vegas, yes. Winnipeg, Jersey twice at in Jersey in the twice of a week. That's a weird one, but I'll take it because that's right near me. So maybe I'll go to both games. Um, they play they play Jersey three times in the span of a week. That's very strange, but I don't hate it because Jersey is playing great hockey this year, and it's a good way for the lightning to stay humble. So I'm fine with that. Um, I could see Jersey having a field day with the lightning on, in one of those three games. And then he got Boston, Carolina, Washington to round out the end of March, which is great. I love it. Bring on. And every game is every other day in that month. None of this, none of this back to back stuff. I mean, we have a little bit of that in April, which is fine. We have one back to back in April. So I'm fine with it. I love the the schedule in March. I think that Tampa Bay just needs to get through February. Uh, beat the good teams. If you lose a tight one to Anaheim or Detroit, that's fine. I think that come the 28th, I think the Lightning will be back to their old ways. I think they'll they'll just run Florida out of the building on the 28th. So keep an eye out for that. But yeah, I think March has all the setup for Tampa Bay to go absolutely nuts. Have somewhat of a similar uh, month that they had in December, which if you remember correctly, they were the best team in December. So keep that in mind. So we'll be back tomorrow to talk more about the Colorado game. Uh, as always, keep an eye on our social media pages at LO underscore lightning on Twitter, locked on underscore lightning on Instagram, follow our YouTube page, hit that notification button, throw us a thumbs up and drop a comment below. Let us know what you want to hear more about. If you want me to talk about Nick Paul more, do you want me to talk more about Alex Kalorn possibility of getting shipped out in the next couple of weeks? Trade deadline is right around the corner. So keep an eye out for that. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you on the next one. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.